Welcome back to the Jake's Take Sports Podcast. So I'm no swimming expert. Um, John Spencer, uh, who recently retired, was the swimming guru, swimming and wrestling guru for the News Journal. So when he retired, I you know, wanted to kind of pick up where he left off and pick up on some swimming coverage and do as best a job I could with that. So first things first, I kind of had to learn about the sport. Um, so I met with... Lexington, all Ohio diver Max Roth and his dad Rob Roth, who is the uh, dive coach at Lexington, and I uh, just wanted to learn about that aspect of the sport, the dive. Um, what's the art of the dive? What makes a, a diver great? Um, what are all the things that a diver has to do to be good at this sport? Um, so I sat down with them at the Friendly House where they were just about to begin practice and uh, learned more than I ever imagined I learned about diving um, and swimming. So uh, take a listen to this podcast. You'll learn a lot about, um, you know, just what it takes to be a, a good diver. Uh, Max um, just recently won the um, Oak Harbor Subway Invitational. Uh, he, he posted a score of over 400, which uh, I believe is one of his lifetime bests, at least in high school, probably in, in club diving. He's probably done a little bit better, but uh just uh just an amazing kid an amazing father and um you know just one of the one one of the craziest conversations that I've had just learning so much about a sport that you know I didn't know a whole lot about and just the you know the respect I gained for what they do on a daily basis and how they go about their business so um take a listen to this one man you'll learn a lot um great kid great coach uh, and we wish him nothing but the best I mean, just just first off, I mean, help me learn about the the diving competition. What what is the art of the dive? Um, well, I'd say that you pretty much you just take a lot of time to practice, and the main thing that you work on is you want to work on more of the basics. If you're doing your practices, if you like get in a lot of your just regular dives, jump jumps, all that kind of stuff, it prepares you a lot for all the harder dives. So if you get like the easier dives down a lot better, it makes the harder dives so much easier. So it's really about the basics. Once you get the basics down, everything else like kind of comes a lot easier after that. What are some of the basics? I mean, what like what are you what do you kind of what's like the fundamentals of of the dive? Well, I'd say the fundamentals are the hurdle and the takeoff. It's just like jumping off the board pretty much. Right. Learning how to do that right away. Learning how to go through the water without making a lot of the splashes and entries. And those type of things are pretty much most of the basics. Okay. It's, it's, um, it's a lot about uh, the timing with the board. So you gotta, you gotta swing your arms at the right time. You gotta have your head position correct. You gotta, um, uh, you know, you gotta be patient at some time, so then you gotta kind of be a little quicker than other things and, and doing and doing jumps jump after jump after jump just it, it kind of commits all that to muscle memory as long right. as you're doing it right you just after you do it so many times you sort of remember how to do it without even thinking about it right basically. okay i mean to to me kind of the, the dive is is more is probably like 50 percent sport and 50 percent art form I mean, you like. I mean, it's the visual 
the visual thing that gets you the, the score the most. I don't I don't think it's. I mean, you've got to be athletic, you know, without a doubt, you have to be athletic to do that. But it's like the, the kind of the art of the dive is is kind of looked upon more than anything else. I mean, is, is that kind of I, I in the right direction? Yeah, it's like all about all the different things and like how the dive has a bunch of different parts of it and how you can like put them all together and that's just like where all the practice comes in. Like you can start off, you can do like a really hard dive, but it doesn't look good and it's like not really that impressive. Right. Because you can do a dive and you can put all the different stuff that you like got in from the front jump and the front lineup. It makes it like look a lot better obviously. It makes you like be able to get higher scores and just all that kind of stuff. Okay. I mean is that, is that kind of yeah. kind of how that's you know, we do a lot of, this part time of year, we don't do as many jumps and stuff because we're trying to break for competitions and everything right. else. In the beginning, we try to do more of that. But it always goes back to, you know, you're coaching the walk down the board and the hurdle more than you're coaching the actual dive in the air. Right. Because if the beginning's not right, the, the end isn't looking <laughs> it's how it should. Right. So when you, when you go into a competition, I mean, do you have in mind you got to have some sort of plan in mind, but like as you go in, do you know exactly what you're going to do as soon as you take off the board? I mean, or is it? Um, well, I know like all the guys that I'm going to do, and like in the 11 dive meets, we have a round of five, a round of three, and then another round of three. So after every round, I have like a score in mind that I want to be above by the end of that. And then most of the time, it works out pretty good, but like going up on the board I have like a vision of what I'm trying to do but that like all changes if I like say I have a bad hurdle or if my arms aren't like at the right time all that other stuff that plays together if all that's like wrong then it changes the whole dive so your plan doesn't always work how you'd like it to. Do you guys kind of sit down together and, and plan that out as, we, as part of your coaching duty? We plan duty? out what dives they're going to do and try to figure in in some meets, uh, the bigger meets, districts and state, they'll make cuts after so many dives. The first five, they'll make a cut. So we try to figure out, you know, what the best five dives are, and then the next three, and the next three. Okay. They'll cut after all those. So, yeah, um, as far as visualizing, you know, most of the kids kind of just do that. It's their own mental preparation for it before every dive, and, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Kind of run it through your head, what you're doing where your arms are supposed to be, you know, where your head's supposed to be when you kick out. Right. Uh, I mean, t take me through like the, the scoring wise and how you how you get each score. Cause so I, I it, saw at the Oak Harbor, you top 400, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's probably your lifetime best. And... Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty close to the lifetime best. Um, so in scoring, the judges are looking at basically every part of the dive. So standing on the board, walking down the board, uh, the hurdles, the height, uh, the distance from the board, uh, position in the air, and then the entry, which is kind of the biggest, one of the biggest things. Because if you don't make a splash, it makes everything else. That's the last thing the judges see. Right. So that's what they're thinking about as they're flipping whatever score up. That okay. they're is it how many judges are, are mm, there? Usually, in dual meets, there's three. In uh, bigger competitions, there's five. Okay. In, if there's five, they throw out the, high, the highest score and the lowest score and get a better average of what the dive is. Okay, okay, so it's kind of an it's average. Always, it's always three scores. Sometimes they'll throw out the high and the low and that kind of thing. Okay. 
Always throw. Okay, always do scores. Okay. Um, I mean, what's what's maybe the most difficult dive you've you've pulled off? What what is the name of it? And so um, that I have something to go home and kind of look in the look in the dictionary about. <laughs> I'd say probably the hardest dive on one meter. I do one and three meter. Probably the hardest dive on one meter would be inward two and a half. It's when you're standing backwards on the board and you do two and a half flips forwards. And okay. Dive it in. I said probably the hardest one that I've done. And I've not done that competition yet. I'm kind of just like trying to perfect it. I'm not quite there yet, but <laughs> I'm working on that one. Sounds like a good one for a belly smacker on right, the right. all the time. Uh, <laughs> so back to scoring. Yeah. Every every dive, every different dive has a different degree of difficulty. Okay. So they add up those three scores and then multiply by the degree of difficulty. So that number two and a half has a degree of difficulty of yeah, 3.1. Okay. A front dive has a degree of difficulty of 1.3 or 4 or something like that. Okay. So the harder the dive is, basically the better score you can get on it possible. Right. But there's a higher, higher, there's, there's higher, higher chances of smacking your face right, right, right in the exactly. water. Exactly. Uh-huh. I mean, t- take me through just the, the start of, of diving. I mean, you obviously probably have some of those stories where you're trying a trick or trying trying something on the board and it just didn't go quite right. Well, yeah, there are a lot of those. <laughs> um, so one time I was diving down in Ohio State, that's where I did my club diving crew, and I was trying something that was like completely new, first time trying it, I think it was about a year ago, and it was front three and a half on three meter, and I was pretty worried for this dive, I knew I could do it, but I just wasn't sure if I was able to do it right then. And I went up, I did like three bounces, and I went. And I really didn't like remember anything. I just remember like, I hit the water, and I came up out of the water. I had like no clue what happened. And I'm pretty sure I blacked out like while I was in the air. And I had no clue, I just kept spinning. All the way landed flat on my back. And I finally came to him like, yeah, what the heck just happened? That's probably like one of the worst times that I kind of just had no clue what was going on and just kind of smacked. Right, completely, right. Yeah. Uh, it seems like this is this kind of, this sport this this kind of ability is a is a family thing. I, I, yeah, I've heard you you, you dove at I, Louisville. And, I did. Um, um, so just to, to share that, what what's that like for you guys to share that? Well, I think it makes it a lot easier to have someone to talk to about diving that like, actually understands it, and like, I can just go home and ask him about something instead of having to, like go to a different coach wait until the next day of practice or something right. like that. It makes it like a lot easier, and that's when I can actually talk to you about whatever part of diving I want to. And any other stuff, it just makes it a lot easier, I think, in the sport. Yeah, I mean, he'll come home and you know we'll talk about a take off or you know how to do this better or that better. Um, uh, you know, entries or where your arms are. You know, technical um, things that. Typical person would know much about, I guess. Right, right. Essentially, like more, kind of feels like more practice time, even. You're, yeah. Normally, I'd be wasting that time in practice asking about it. But I'm just doing my dives in practice and asking about that kind of stuff at home. Right. So it saves time like that, too. Yeah. You do more stuff in practice. Cool. All right, guys. <laughs>